Hello, this is Richard C. Wilson at the Family Office Club. Today we have with us Sheetal. Uh, welcome, Sheetal. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for doing this. Um, so I know you have a unique approach to investing because you were on one of our discussion panels recently, but why don't you introduce yourself, kind of uh, what type of an investor are you? How do you operate? Sure. I'm a CEO and founder of We, are, we do strategy design and product development uh, for world-class digital products. And our clients are Fortune 1000 companies. And so our investment strategy is because we're so deep inside the digital transformation journey of a lot of our clients, our investment strategy is really focused around the problems that those clients are having. And if you look at innovation labs these days, innovation labs are targeted with a couple of key things. One is, hey, could I get my digital processes happening? Um, in a much better way. So let's turn into an agile workforce. Two is, how could I be a disruptor to myself? How could I cannibalize my own business? There's a lot of startups doing a lot of cool things. How could I be a disruptor to myself? And three, how could I plug in and create sandboxes to make it friendly for startups to actually start interacting with me so I can leverage a lot of their R&D? And we help power those innovation labs. So our investment strategy is to really go and find the companies at a very early stage to say, hey, let us get you access into our largest distribution network of our clients, get you to build your product with our help the right way for a client from day one. Right. Okay, great. So part of it is your native uh, experience and understanding of how those big companies think. I would guess the other part of it is there might be some corporate venture capital investments or some infrastructure they might be willing to partner with sometimes. Absolutely. With tech companies, it's kind of like an incubator type platform. And then you always could put your money into something you think is most promising. Is that kind of a combination of what you guys yeah. are doing? Absolutely. So there's a couple of key things that happen there. Um, one is if you not only have a client, you may have a, your biggest client be an investor on your cap table, which is always a good thing, especially when you look for liquidity coming into an acquisition, okay. uh, which we've had a lot of success. You know, we had one happen at 18 months. We had another one happen within nine months. Um, so the cool. life cycle of it can be really quick in some of the some of some of the, some of the best cases, um, but better yet, it's really hard for a large enterprise to trust a startup um, to come in and actually with data privacy and a lot of a lot of other areas that startups want to play in is actually get past that barrier. Um, right. When we are able to come in and bring in a distribution network of not maybe not only one corporate client but maybe a couple of different corporate clients, like if you're looking at a fintech, we work with many different financial institutions. So how about sure. we exposure to many different financial institutions and it comes from a trusted advisor who's already behind their firewall. Right, right. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, great. What's the number one type of company or opportunity that, that you're seeking or you enjoy working with most, you know, with your model? Yeah, I think the, there's a couple, um, you know, I, I love, I love working with truly innovative teams. I love working with lean teams that are able to bring, have a product that's able to scale pretty rapidly. Um, and so we actually look for those, those teams that are problem solvers, whether that be in the auto space or in the financial services space have been the two major ones that we've been really focusing on. Okay. But the ones that have been really successful are actually the ones that have had a B2B model. Not to say we don't do a lot of B2C stuff, but that have had a B2B model because we're able to take our vast client list and help give exposure to those, to, to, to right. that company. Okay, sure. And what would be your number one piece of advice for investors looking at similar type companies? What have you learned that's most important? Uh, I think, uh, I think the, my number one 
advice for investors is, I mean, the, the one that everyone always says, but it has to be reset is be cautious. Um, actually, when, when you have promissory notes or things that, well, we're almost there to get a deal with one of these large organizations, 99.9% of the time, that's not almost there. Um, so it's really good to either have a signed document of some sort of engagement already taking place or um, having someone like us who is actually already in there and is getting an investor on the cap table or has an invest or has a client or has a couple different clients who are, we're actually going to be building product for and have a signed arrangement um, to have that happen. So I, I think it's definitely caution uh, as, as you're dealing with very early stage companies here, caution is definitely the number one um, advice I have. Sure. Okay, great. Thank you. And uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, the best way to get get in touch with me is we have a form on our site, com. It's being revamped right now. Um, otherwise, you can hit me up on LinkedIn, email, Twitter. I'm, I'm on all various social platforms. Uh, so okay. Very easy to get a hold of me. All right. Great. Yeah, appreciate that. And uh, thanks for doing the interview here today. Awesome. Thanks, Richard. Take care. Bye, Gino.